Hello and welcome to How To CEO. I'm your host, Murray Newlands. The world has changed. You became a CEO. You can either crash and burn or you can get the right information, the right tools and transform your life and those of your employees, your company and the world through the product you're making. I'm delighted to be with uh, Jin Han today who is going to tell us about his company and what he thinks it is to uh, takes to be a great CEO. Jin, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Tell us about your company. Great. Um, yeah, at Lucid, we create software and artificial intelligence to capture 3D on mobile devices and any device which has cameras. So um, we have been around since 2015. It's been uh, uh, quite a journey. but. Um, yeah, um, I think every year there's a learning towards how to be a CEO or how to become a better CEO. And so um, how did the concept come about? Um, the concept came about from my co-founder who was working in robotics and he wanted to build or mimic human eyes by leveraging only software to do that. And, um, you know, he came up with a great idea, worked on it for a few years already before we met. And then, um, you know, we productized pretty much the technology behind what he was working on. And how much, uh, how much money have you raised? So far, we raised only 2.6 million, um, not much, but um, I think we generated um, seven, eight digits in revenue already at this point. Wow, that's quite a, that's quite a journey. And how, what have you learned along the way about fundraising and growing a company? Fundraising and growing a company is not easy. Uh, I think, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I don't think I am, you know, already there yet where I want to be, but um, it's, it's a journey where you learn and, and that's what I appreciate the most about it. And over the last couple of years, I think it's been three and a half years now. Um, yeah, it's been a personal growth, a career growth and, um, you know, a um, mental growth. So talk to me about the, the personal growth. What do you think are the characteristics, the personal characteristics that you need to, to be a CEO? And, and what have you seen developing you? So I, I think, you know, from the get-go, everybody can, or, you know, should, and if he has the opportunity to be a uh, founder and CEO, because I think it's not just about the title itself. It's definitely not about the title. It's really about how do you grow with your company at the same speed or even faster than your company? Because you always have to be ahead. And over the last couple of years, um, for me, that means every year um, as the company grows, now we are around um, 50 people worldwide. Um, you know, you, you got to grow with them. You have to understand how do you scale an organization. Every time you scale an organization from initially, maybe you are just the founders. Then the next year you are six people, eight people, 10 people. And then you double that and you triple that. And every time, every scale, every stage uh, requires a different mindset and requires a different um, skill set. And so as a CEO, you just need to learn and grow with it. And of course, I, I don't think I'm the perfect CEO yet, but um, you know, um, hopefully if I go through all the stages in a, a startup environment, I will be able to learn. And what are those personality um, uh, differences uh, and, the, and the skills you need to run that are different between running it, you found, you've seen between being a 10-person company and a 50-person company? 
that's mm, it's actually very funny. Um, I think the more the company grows, um, the more you have to trust your employees, the, the better you have to become in hiring. Because every person you bring in at a scale level um, are the people who are leading and running your, your organization. Um, last year, we did a couple executive hires uh, who are now running parts of the organization. And um, I, I got to trust them. And you will hire people who are older than you, uh, who have maybe 10 or 15 or even more years of experience than you. And um, at some point, it's, it's really about going from a founder to a CEO. It's really about um, becoming more or building more trust in the people you bring in. And as you bring those people in, they're then bringing other people in. So those key hires who are going to hire under them are crucial. That, that is correct, yes. And you've got to trust them that they will hire the right people, right? I mean, in the beginning when you're a founder, you pretty much just have you and your CTO or you and your CMO or COO or whatever it is. Um, but, you know, you manage everything, you run everything. But, um, at, at, you know, when you are at the level of a couple, you know, a couple employees, um, you've got to start thinking like, how do I break down the organization? How do I let different you know, business units run by itself? And who do I put on top of that? And um, what, uh, learning through mistakes is, uh, is often very painful, um, but also can provide great learning experiences. What mistakes have you made along the way and um, what have you learned from those? I think the biggest, you know, uh, you make mistakes in startups every day. And that's what I tell people, uh, don't worry about, you know, making the wrong decision. I think it's more about thinking through the entire process and not making it too wrong, right? I think uh, the best way to see it is, you know, if you're not too off and you're just a little bit wrong, it's not bad. So you're moving in the right direction. But if you're completely off, then, then you got to rethink what you have done before. Um, what I've learned along the way in order to, um, you know, to, to be able to encourage employees to make mistakes, um, encourage uh, my leadership team to, to make mistakes and um, still having the trust, the belief in them and supporting them in any sense and trying to solve the problem which they are struggling with uh, together. And I think that's one of the key skill sets you've you got you to gotta train yourself in. And if you look back um, at this company three and a half years, what would you have? Uh, what would what one piece of advice would you uh, have given yourself um, at the beginning of this journey? That's a great question. And so um, I think I, I think the first advice I would have given myself is that uh, becoming a CEO and being a founder is completely different. And sometimes you have to understand your strengths and your weaknesses. To, to also make the decision if you are meant to be a CEO or you should be a CEO. And um, like my dad always used to say, there are three things which are very, very key for a CEO to be good at. One is fundraising, uh, one is recruiting, and uh, the third one is selling um, and seeing you know, the, the, the vision and the future of the company. Um, I think, you know, at some point I was kind of struggling and I think every founder goes through that when they are fundraising. Um, after so many rejections, um, you struggle and you question yourself, is that really what you want to be? Is that really what you want to do? And I told myself at that time when uh, I think we went through uh, 300 rejections by investors, 
Yep. And um, I, I think I told myself at that time, like, if you want to be a CEO, you got to step up your game and you got to be good at it. So uh, either you, you stop whining and go back at it and become the best fundraiser in the world, or you give up and you search for a different CEO. And so as a, as a founder to make the decision when you are in the transition stage to say, okay, um, is it really me or should I take, take my ego away and, and think from a you know, beneficial or company beneficial perspective, what would be best for the organization to grow? And then you have to make your decision going forward. Well, that's, uh, that's excellent advice. And uh, where do you see the growth that you need over the next 12 months? Oh, that's a great question. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think, you know, the, the more the organization scales, um, uh, you know, the, the more people you bring in, the new uh, revenue streams you build out, um, the, the new challenges will come. Right. Yeah. And I think um, uh, clearly from from my perspective, what I want to be is um, being able to to bring in revenue, being able to grow the organization with uh, external capital and being able to to lead an organization at a higher level and seeing a bigger picture. And I think one thing was really interesting, which I read in a book about Uber. And um, it was saying in the beginning, when you start up as an entrepreneur, you see only a very tiny, tiny market. All you see is, you know, that, that one product you want to launch in the beginning. But long-term speaking, if you don't see a new market or you don't see a larger market, which is, you know, covering your market and, and keep growing, like for example, from Uber, just that guy just wanted to go home. And then, uh, you know, when they build out the app, they realized they could replace taxis and then, you know, when they build out that, now they want to replace the, or they want to revolutionize the entire um, tra uh, transportation system. Yeah. So that means like every year you have to think about a bigger and broader vision, how you can create a larger, uh, you know, society impacting technology or a company. Right. And, and I think that's not easy. Right. And what advice would you give to uh, other uh, founders um, looking to become a CEO? I think the you know, main three things, um, and I, I brought it up a little bit before, is um, number one, you know, ask yourself, is it your ego who wants to be a CEO or is it actually you fitted for that uh, position? And um, this question I have asked myself many, many times. It's, it's, it's not a trivial, uh, trivial answer to that. Um, the second thing, um, is that do you are you willing to grow and are you willing to learn with the as the organization grows because the thing is like if you stop growing let's say you know your, your company starts scaling and you stop growing with the company or you ahead of the company what will happen is your company is going to fail because right. the the art of success for a corporation is as important as the success that you grow personally with itself Yep. And um, that, that's something a founder also has to, has to think about it. And then, you know, the third one is, you know, um, what is it? Do you want to create a lifestyle business or do you want to create a, you know, you know, public company at one day? And along the way, you will also see that your job completely changes. 
And maybe it's changing towards a direction which you don't like. Because a lifestyle business, being a founder in a lifestyle business is very different from um, being a CEO in a, you know, in an organization which you scale to the size of a Google. Absolutely. Absolutely. And very, yeah, very different um, mindset, very different set of, of uh, strategies, different risks. Uh, and so where do you go when you need help um, with these problems? Where do you go when great, you don't have the answers? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think, you know, a lot of people say, get yourself a, um, uh, get yourself a, uh, you know, executive coach, right? Right. And I have thought about it many, many times. But um, for me, you know, I, I made the choice to go for advisors, um, people who are close to me, um, people who are also helping our organization, yes. but um, different advisors. So, you know, um, advisor from a perspective where you pay them, the same like executive um, coaches when you pay them, you know, they are here to help you. They are here to support you. You, yes. you throw, you know, problems at them and they try to solve it for you or help you solve it. But, but the problem is that those people will be here because of the financial return they will get out of it. I realized that the people who you know, had more success with advisors were the ones who were able to become deep and close friends with their advisors. And so I encourage you know, to, uh, people to, to see advisorship or mentorship not so much as a, a transaction, but more as uh, a long-term friendship building where, where the person cares so much about you and you care so much about that person that finally you're opening up about serious issues, which, which you know, none of the um, executive coaches or, or you know, paid mentors would, would have ever heard about or, or you know, uh, wanted to help you with. And how do you find those people? And what makes That's a good... <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. That's a, the same like, you know, how do you find employees? How do you find people in general? I think, you know, um, people who believe in you, you will come across them in, in your life many, many times. Yeah. And um, not every one of them will turn out to be a close friend or advisor in right. any sense. But um, there's always a good way to, to you know, pursue someone um, if you believe that person could be a really good support for you. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's, there's that saying, and I, so I played tennis when I was growing up, and there's that saying in tennis that, um, you know, uh, the, the best players have the best coaches. Right. Right? Yeah. So, so you should be aiming for really, like, the best out of the best out there, right? Um, right. And, and I'm talking about someone who, who went through the startup journey, who uh, successfully exited, who, who you know, um, struggled a lot through the journey and learned and grew with it and uh, is humble enough nowadays to, to spend time with you and actually listen to you. And, you know, if, if I break it down further, you will realize it's really hard. But the thing is, like, at least you got to give it a chance. So that means, you know, when I come across someone like that in my life, I, I, I you know, I, I reach out, I try to stay in touch, I try to, you know, have a conversation, I try to grab coffees, I try to, you know, of course, 95% or more than that never worked out, and they just don't have time for you. But that's not a rejection against you. It's just that, you know, they, they might be not available. I think as a founder or the CEO, you have to understand that 
there will be people who will believe in you and who will make the time for you in order to help you get where you need to be. Absolutely, that's, uh, that's great advice. Thank you very much uh, for your uh, time, thoughts, and sharing your knowledge today. Um, I'm Murray Newland. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I'm Murray Newland, host of the How to CEO Show. If you've got some advice to share, if you'd like us to interview someone, uh, please get in contact. Uh, otherwise, please subscribe, and I'll see you next time.